That's right. Welcome. It's You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM on this Thursday. Filling in, I'm Sean Bell in the Philadelphia studios. Joining me is my guy KJ Carson out in Boston, I believe. Well, I don't believe. I know this is our first show together. KJ, what's up, man? Hey, man, it's a pleasure to be here, Sean. Always a pleasure. And, you know, the funny thing is Boston and Philly kind of have this weird dynamic, but I, I like Philly a little. I, I like it a little. I like I like the grit. I like how everybody knows where Sigma Sound is. You don't necessarily have that going on in Boston. So, I, pleasure to be here, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're Dynamics Beef. We got beef is what we have. And, and it's <laughs> it's all because y'all beat us in everything. If I'm being 100% honest. I mean, <laughs> we can go back to the Dr. J days with, with Boston. Yeah. But y'all won most of those matchups. Then you bring Tom Brady. We've well, yeah. we won one of those big matchups. But in general, you win in all the championships. So we just kind of sick of y'all. I think that's what it is here in Philadelphia. But you never said thank you because if you didn't beat the Celtics with Dr. J, there would be no beat LA chant, right? That wasn't going on. With, you see what I'm saying? So the beat LA chant is only because Philly beat Boston. But guess what? We take all the credit for it because we're just wicked hardcore up here. Say, <laughs> say, say, you know what I mean? Everything about Boston, we like to, we like to hate over here. But, hey, it's, it's all respect. We, we all hate the champions. And, 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 right. and, and the funny thing about that is, I, I say this all the time, before 2000, y'all used to be us. A yeah. team where yeah. it's a pessimistic ball cl- uh, team, a pessimistic city, didn't like anything, wasn't winning, and then 2000s yeah. hit, and then all of a sudden, y'all are the freaking – Y'all are the Yankees, y'all are the, 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 the L.A., y'all are those cities all of a sudden. So that's where yes. you've been over the last 20 years. Just with better seafood. That's that's really <laughs> a lot of history and museums that you can go see Paul Revere walk through. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the city of champions. It's, it's hanging on by a thread in these days. But, you know, like you said, um, it, it has definitely changed over the last couple of decades. It has been the dominant city when it's come to sports. Thank you very much. Uh, well, Philly, Philly looking to get there. And we're going to start with what happened last night. It's, it's, it's a no-hitter, all right? Michael Lorenzen, I don't know who thought this was going to happen. I mean, we're talking about him being traded and getting here. His last start, eight innings, was unbelievable. This start, a no-no, a no-no. The 14th no-no in Philadelphia history, a no-no that had everyone surprised because it wasn't one of those big names that you thought was just going to come here and light things up. In in Philadelphia, a, a pessimistic town, a town that kept saying, hey, I don't know about this team. We slumping. Bryce ain't hitting enough home runs. Trey Turner's doing this. The whole talk around today when with radio and television has been, oh, we believe. Can this be a World Series team again? That's the whole talk. It, it's funny how some of these magical moments can change everyone's thought process on what can happen for the rest of the season. We are on cloud nine here in Philadelphia, once again, a no-no by Michael Lorenzen. We all thought Rob Thompson was going to say, nah, you got you to gotta come out in the seventh. You, you know how, how these new school cats do, and I know Rob Thompson ain't new school, but the new school rules, and eh, you're over 100 pitches. We can't pitch you like you're Nolan Ryan. But they kept him in, let him go, and he made freaking history with his little baby. They kept, his baby ain't see a minute. Ain't see a second. If you, if you saw some of that footage, the baby was like, uh-uh, ma, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just sleep here, and everybody's so loud. But in front of his baby, in front of his wife, in front of his mother, was able to have a historic moment. What does that mean 
for no hitters for you, KJ? Well, Sean, someone who did probably know this was Dave Dombrowski, who used to run the Red Sox. Here's the thing. <laughs> Either you're going to spend or you're not going to spend. It's like when you're in college. You never impressed a girl by having four different flavors of oodles and noodles. If you decided to just decide and say, you know what, I'm going to take you, say, to Applebee's and not do the two-by multiplier, whatever it is, that's more impressive, even though you may be in the national chain restaurant. Dave Dombrowski is setting up this Phillies team to try and make a late run for that wild, that last wild card position. They've got a shot. You just what, What's happened with Okuna in Atlanta, he's, he's on the shelf. Atlanta may have a little bit of sputtering out. The Phillies are in a situation where, hey, they've got the big guns on the team because their management believes in getting big guns and having fines. Now, I'm kind of upset because, well, Dave Dombrowski used to do this stuff for the Red Sox. So hats on to, for, to Dave Dombrowski and his staff for finding this gem and Michael Lorenzen getting a no-hitter and getting a lot of energy in a team that's still kind of carrying some of that energy that was bad that turned good last year and then it feels bad again. Maybe it turns good again. Philly was exciting through the playoffs last year and made that incredible run. Um, but we'll see what happens, though, down the down down the line. But again, you know, they, there's still some room to breathe in the NL for for another wild card team. Let me ask you this: I think I actually think uh. this is the I asked this question before, but I actually think now is the perfect time to ask people this. We've had this thing going around at our station, and it was a question, and everybody thought I was tripping. But now that we've had mm. two incidents happen, I feel like it's the perfect time to discuss this and the perfect time to ask you, KJ. Would you rather be in person for a no-hitter at a game? And let's say it's not your team. It's just a random okay. two, two teams. Random no-hitter. So, yeah. A random no-hitter. Or would you rather be in person for a brawl? Now, obviously, I say that because Michael Lorenzen just threw a no-hitter and Tim right. Anderson just got clocked in a brawl. Would you rather be in attendance for the no-hitter or for the brawl? That's, that is the question here. And, again, that's been a question that we've been going over a couple weeks here, but we've actually gotten that in the same week. So now I want to know, now that people have seen it, which yeah. one would you have rather been in person for? Here's why I say the no-hitter. I've never seen a folding chair in a dugout. So <laughs> if I start seeing folding chairs in a dugout, mm -hmm. I'm going for the fight because someone's Shout coming to with the Donnie Brook, Montgomery Pier 6 brawler on the app, right? <laughs> But I would rather see the no-hitter because it's cause because once you hit the fifth inning and you know the music goes on to be like, that's right, there hasn't been a hit. Then someone might say, Hey man, go grab more beers. There could be some history, right? So like you get to the seventh, and now you're starting to think, like, hey, we may run out of time to get the last beers before the no-hitter. Well, I would say drink responsibly. The no-hitter is kind of a, a perpetual thing, right? But the fight, it has to come. And someone may have to set it off. I don't know. Maybe someone parks their boat in the middle of third baseline. <laughs> and then that kicks off the fight or something. I don't know how you get a base. So to get a baseball fight going, something weird has to happen. And, and I'm not a, and here's the other thing, Sean, baseball fights could be kind of weak. Yeah. Tim Anderson took an, a UFC quality punch. I get that. Right. But most of the time, it's just like two versions of the Wu-Tang Clan running out on the field with one mic. Like, nobody's really swinging. No one is bombing atomically. It's just kind of – baseball fights are kind of weak.
First of all, I appreciate the bomb atomically line. I'll, I'll say that first, <laughs> first, first and foremost. For those who don't know, shout out to the woo. Um, and, and the second thing I'll say before I even get to my answer to this question is, I, yeah. I feel like we need the Alabama video so we can do a play-by-play. Because no, jumping no, in the no, water, no, jumping in the water for a swim to, to go to go to go be some like if I was to jump in the water and swim. You think I would have inner, any energy to fight or to body slam somebody when I get to the actual fight? I'd be toasted. That 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 gentleman needs a needs a hand clap. I, I you know I'm not getting into that because I did just get out of the pool two hours ago and I smell like chlorine. But thankfully for radio and, and Twitch viewers, you uh, can't no smell, smell me. No smell. You can only hear and see me. So yeah, look, I, yeah, I I, I wouldn't. T- I'm not going to touch that any further than what it's been. <laughs> Just because there are other things in past history that you definitely would not want to call play by play for. Yeah. Like June nineteenth is not something you want to do play yeah. by play for. Yeah, you're right. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I seen that video eighty five times in eighty five different ways. So <sighs> no, I appreciate it. <laughs> but back to the brawl. That's why I picked these two. Cause it wasn't just a regular hold me back brawl. It was a real right. now we about to go one on one. And we're going to yeah. see who wins. And so that's why I say to myself, I'd rather be at that brawl. I'd rather have seen Tim Anderson struggling to get off the field and then run back on the field than to see a no-hitter only because, I'm be honest with you, I've never been to a baseball game where I felt like I really got to see how great the pitcher was doing. Like, all I knew was strikes were being thrown and nobody's really getting yeah. hits. But, like, on TV, I get to see, oh, look how he's painting. Look how he's painting those corners. Look look at yeah, the movement true. in his ball. At a baseball stand, I'm like, eh, I, I can't, I feel like I can't fully appreciate. I can appreciate it a little bit because I know no one's getting hits, but I can't fully appreciate right. the no-hitter. I could fully appreciate that brawl. I could fully appreciate the one-on-one, somebody goes, down goes Frazier type of situation, and then <laughs> everybody out, like literally being able to see the bullpen run in. And jump on something. It's just, but Sean, but pure but entertainment it's just, to me. It, but but it's it's like a bad battle royal, right? It's like nobody's really take like you could probably count on one hand how many baseball players have taken taken like clean shots. And I think that I think you have what they call recency bias because it's just happened. Social media is mixed in there. A real sh- shot land now. The Odor shot that was classic from Oof. a few years ago because on it Batista. was the shorter guy. Getting, yeah, getting the big dude, right? So that made it like, whoa, that was, but again, I would say just the same way you can't see the balls and strikes going across the plate. You're trying to figure out what's going on. And depending on where you're sitting in the, in the, in the stadium, you may not get a clear view of what's happening. That's fair. But maybe I'm just a, a dude who likes to see the raucous violence. You have a, you have a propensity for violence. <laughs> I mean, maybe I just like to be, be an individual smiling, eat my popcorn in the back, watching individuals just, just go at it for, for no good reason. Maybe I'm just, you were the, Sean, you were the kid in school said, Oh, you know what he said about your mom? It, you were that guy. Didn't you, you said you were the setup, weren't you? I wasn't the setup. I was the instigator. I was like, man, I want to take that. But I say stuff like, man, I want to take that. What'd he say? <laughs> I mean, you a better man I, than I, me. I yeah. You a better that's man than you, me. That's a propensity to violence, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Come on, man. What you going to do here? So uh, the other sort of big thing from last, that last uh, over the last couple of days is mm-hmm. Phil Mickelson's back. Can someone explain this to me? 
A billion dollar bet, Ryder Cup wager. What do you understand from this? So what I understand is that he is bet, which means somewhere he's won and lost. In you, start, you circle all together, it's a billion, right? But he was doing a lot of like minus 110s, minus 120s in there. And I'm like, come on, man, scared money don't make none. Where's the plus money bets? I want to see Phil Mickelson on the plus 200s, on the plus 250s, plus 300. Get a little ticket in your hand that says, you know, Michael Andretti is going to win the NASCAR point system or what have you at the start of the season at plus 2,500. Those are the tickets I want to see. I don't want to see a bunch of bet 100. Like, I think it said eight, uh, like a 1,000 times he bet $110,000 to win 100000 and then, like eight hundred okay. times, okay. he bet one hundred and twenty thousand to win a hundred thousand. So it's kind of like I want to see. Like this, I mean, like, look, I understand you do what you got to do and know know your limits. But if you're gonna tell this story, tell the good parts. Tell me, tell me you took a prop, you know, on <laughs> Johnny Manziel to win MVP one year and put a million dollars on it. Ooh. That's the stuff I want to hear. That's the fight I want to see. See, that's what I wasn't wrapping my head around. I was like, wait, first of all, you got to... I know Phil Mickelson is paid, but a billion dollars? Like, a billion? I, I, you know what I mean? I didn't know he was slinging around that type of cash. And that, okay, that makes more sense to me. All right, you bet yeah. 100000 to win basically 10000 Like, what, is, what does that do for right. you? Like, I, I can't even take a bet like that. Like, that's that. Well, if I again, see that bet, I'm not taking it. Well, I try and tell people you always have to do your own ratio, Right. If, if you and Michael Jordan are sitting next to each other in Vegas, and let's say, Sean, you, you're worth a million dollars. You're worth a million dollars. Michael Jordan puts down what his worth is. So you say, okay, Michael Jordan's going to put down a bet for $100,000. Well, you're not putting down a bet for $100,000. Your bet's going to be $62.50. So you have to look at the ratio of things. So that's why, like, hey, if Phil Mickelson's clearing that amount of money, and as long as Phil Mickelson's not calling my house saying, you know, hey, man, can I borrow some sugar? You know, do your thing. You know, so, I, I, you know, I, I'm not mad at him because at the end of the day, Phil Mickelson's in a healthy place. He does put the the IV in live golf because it's like, bro, you, you, you're doing a lot of minus 100 bets. He's the he's the I. He's the one inside of LIV. And, you know, L is 50. V is a five. You know, so. Yeah, I'm not upset that Phil Mickelson did this, but the billion-dollar number jumps out because it makes you think that he made a one-time bet for a billion dollars. Like, I'm pushing it all in. <laughs> that That is what got me confused. I was like, if there a billion-dollar bet, then maybe that's a question we need to ask. If we had a billion dollars, what if if what would we put it on? Like, what's the one thing out there? We'll get to that later. What's the one thing out there? If all you had was a billion dollars, and I'm, that, I say that like it's light, but... All you had was a billion dollars, and he said you gotta bet it on something. What, what would you be most confident in in doing so? Listen, we got a lot to talk about. All right, we'll get back to baseball. What's going on tonight? We got a couple football games going on tonight. All right, preseason along with college football. I don't know who's in what conference right now, so we're just gonna have to figure it out. All right, it's you better you bet. Presented by Bet MGM. We'll be right back. 